Here's Elliott side by side down the back stretch. Chastain in turn one drives it in deep to the Problems bottom. Problems along the front stretch. Kyle Larson gets sideways. He's young. He's informed. He's J.C. Fickenshire. And it's time now to raise the door on J.C.'s Garage. Kyle Larson locks himself into the round of four. He's going to be racing for a championship. Um, had the fastest car all day at Las Vegas. Couple people when when he was back and, and got set back from a pit stop and had to race his way back up to the front. Uh, Brad Kozlowski had some speed, but nobody really could touch Kyle Larson um, at Las Vegas. He was super fast. Great day for him and was able to finish the race. And uh, I think that's one thing that we haven't seen a lot from from Kyle Larson. We've seen the speed year round, but it, it comes down to the end of the races and he hasn't been able to, to win them. But ever since the playoffs have started, it seems like he's starting to complete races and win them. And and he's arguably the hottest driver throughout the entirety of these 2023 playoffs. He's going to be racing for a championship. And we saw it last year. Joey Logano won this race, had two pretty much off weekends, didn't have to worry about anything. And at Phoenix, he won the championship. Does that kind of, is that what Kyle Larson's looking at? He's got the next two weeks at, at he can go out there and win the races, but he doesn't have to worry about anything uh, happening in those two tracks. All his thoughts are are on Phoenix Raceway and uh, bringing home that championship. Do you think, as of right now, Kyle Larson's the top dog for the championship? If history repeats itself, then yes. The winner of this race in the round of eight has went on to win the championship a number of different times. Joey Logano did it last year, and it really sets you up for success in this, I mean, you don't have to worry about these next few races at all. And, it, and then it sets you up for success in the final race. But the thing is, he's really good at these other two tracks. Yeah. So I know a lot of people are saying, well, Larson should go out and win at Homestead and win at Martinsville and then make the three other drivers have to point their way in. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's well and good. But at the same time, if he's you know mired back in the pack, he doesn't have to worry about going up there and winning. It doesn't matter if the car is set up great at Homestead. I mean, he's really good there. He doesn't have the wins, but he's he's pretty decent there at Homestead. And if he doesn't win the race, ah, whatever. He's going to be running for a championship in a couple weeks. If he goes to Martinsville and it doesn't really pan out for him, doesn't have a lot of speed, nah, he's still running for the championship the next week at Phoenix. So I think him winning this race... It is a, it's going to allow his team to go and focus on that championship car, and I think that that pays huge dividends down the street, uh, down the course of this season once they get to the final race at Phoenix. For me, I think that the big story out of this was the guy running second, Christopher mm-hmm. Bell. Huge opportunity to get a win. It kind of just slipped out of his fingers. I mean, he led... 61 laps. I mean, not as many as Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson led 133. But Christopher Bale still had a really good car, just could not capitalize. And I think that he is kind of seeing this evaporate now. I mean, he's still only two points mm-hmm. down, but it's kind of evaporating out of his uh, out of his grasp. He's really going to have to pedal hard these next two weeks to try to get into the round of uh, four. Yeah, and I, I think he's running it through his head the entirety of this week. Could he have gone to the inside of Kyle Larson and passed him on the front straightaway and won this race? Obviously, it was a super close finish. Um, Christopher Bell was kind of running Kyle Larson down. We saw that with the Toyotas and the Chevys. The Chevys pretty quick on the short run, but once it kind of ran out to 
when those tires started to fall off and, and lose grip, which is pretty fast at a track like Las Vegas, that's where Christopher Bell's car kind of turned on, and that's where he could run down Kyle Larson. And he did so at the end of this race, cut about a one-second lead within seven or eight laps. And I, I think it was there with, with how lap traffic was set up in front of him, and uh, he was quicker on both sides of the track, and he was right at Kyle Larson's bumper on the exit. I just think he raced him really clean. You got to give him props for that. But I think if he went to the inside and tried to pass Kyle Larson going down towards the apron instead of trying to pass him on the high side, I think that's where the opportunity was missed. Obviously, you don't really know what happens if he makes a different decision and tries to go around Kyle Larson on the outside. But I think if he dove to the inside first, instead of getting kind of cornered in with the wall on his outside and Kyle Larson blocking, he could have got Kyle Larson a little loose on old tires if he cut back up the track. Who knows, but it, it was there. Christopher Bell ran a really good race, cut a, a margin of the point deficit down. He's now sitting only two points back from Denny Hamlin, his teammate, uh, going into two tracks that, that both of those drivers are good at, but Christopher Bell won at Martinsville last year to advance himself into the round of four. Homestead, I, I think Christopher Bell is going to be really good at. He's got some momentum riding, but what it could have been for him uh, at, at Las Vegas. Yeah, and as we look at these championship standings here currently, to me the biggest swing, though, happened on another huge story out of the weekend where Ryan Blaney finished the race in sixth place. They then did a post-race inspection. They said, one of your shocks is too short. So they DQ'd him. So he came into this contest with 4,014 points. When they DQ'd him, he went all the way down to 38th. He got a single point, went to 4,015 points, and then he was minus 56 behind the cut line. <laughs> and so then they did an appeal process. NASCAR came out on Monday night and said, actually, there was an issue. There was a variance in the measuring device that they used to measure the shocks, and then that shock was measured before, and it passed, and then it failed afterwards, and it's kind of a contained element inside the race car and they gave Blaney his position and his points back which is a, a big a deal big instead deal. of being down 56 he's now only down 17 to the cut line mm -hmm. which that's a lot easier to maintain but it also shook the whole playoffs up because him being at the bottom it also gave William Byron Truex and Hamlin a little bit more points because Blaney had a very good point day he finished uh Second in the second stage was able to score about thirty-eight something points for finishing in state uh, second in stage two, and then his sixth place finish. So he was able to kind of rise himself up a little bit higher. I mean, he's still what in the minus seventeen. He's almost in last place out of these eight drivers. He's in seventh, so he's still got a lot of work to do. But he made up a lot of ground, and he's not in last place anymore. So I don't think he's in a must win yet, but. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be very hard for a Ford to make this final four. Yeah, especially when you when you look at it and Chris Buescher, who's been the best Ford throughout the season, the most consistent, uh, won the most races as a Ford driver. He's sitting 23 points down, and right in front of him is Bellini, 17 points down. Going to Homestead, I think I think they can get out with, with some point gain, but I think the thing that's scary is that guy that's right in front of him, Tyler Reddick. And we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago uh, going to the Roval. Tyler Reddick 
outside the cut line, but really, really good on road courses. We said he was going to eat that points up and, and advance in. He did. This is the track that, yes, Ryan Blaney and Chris Buescher, they aren't great at the mile and a half as of right now where the Fords sit, but they're not terrible. And, and they can make up some points if they run the race good, race the stages and, and get stage points. But that guy Tyler Reddick right there sitting 16 points down, I, I think he's going to spoil the the rest of the playoffs for Ryan Blaney and Chris Buescher. Um, he's, he's my guy as of right now. Uh, that I would pick for Homestead between him and Byron. Uh, I, I think Tyler Reddick is going to be super, super good at Homestead. He's kind of going to spoil the party for those other two drivers in the Fords, and they're going to go into Martinsville, I think, looking for that win, which which kind of sucks for both of them. Chris Buescher ran a really consistent playoff, just had a kind of an off day at, at Las Vegas. Not a terrible day, but just didn't gain any points. And uh, And Ryan Blaney... Same kind of thing. Not a terrible day. Gained a little bit of points, but again, pretty much everybody else in the playoffs had a good day. And I think going into Homestead this week, those two drivers are going to have to run really, really good races to contend with Tyler Reddick, who I think, I think they got to have the target on Tyler Reddick's back. That's the guy they got to get ahead of going into Martinsville. Yeah. So we saw in the first round, Larson had a really good round of sixteen, had a two point three something average finish. Tyler Reddick won one of those races because Kyle Larson didn't win the other one. He <laughs> almost won all three of them. But Tyler Reddick won one of those other races there in that first round. So they both had really good round of 16s and were able to advance onto the round of 12. And then Larson had a pretty shaky mm-hmm. round of 12 but was able to advance into the round of 8. And so after this win at the South Point, he's actually seven points up on the point standings over William Byron, who has been – in my mind, the most consistent and pretty much the lock to go to the Final Four all mm-hmm. season long. So even though Larson has advanced with this one win, he's still seven points up on Byron, and that's why we see William Byron at only plus nine. So mm-hmm. all year, Byron and Truex have had this huge point lead. Every time the round resets, it seems like they have 36, 40-something points to play with at the beginning of this. Now this margin is kind of decreased. And Truex had yeah. a really good run this past weekend, finished ninth. I think that's his first top ten in like six or seven-something weeks. Mm-hmm. It's been absolutely it's atrocious for that team. So he's kind of trending in the right direction here late in the season. We'll see if he can gain any more momentum going forward. But I wanted to ask you this. Kyle Bush with a third-place finish. We saw him running three wide <laughs> pretty much all day. What did you really rate this race? I thought it was interesting. I thought there were a lot of comers and goers. And, I mean – we had a pretty good fight for the lead there coming up to the end. And I, in my personal opinion, I don't think that it was going to be if Christopher Bell could have passed Kyle Larson. It was just when he just yeah, ran just out a of laps. Too late. He yeah. just had, didn't have enough laps to, to get it done because he was coming there at the end mm-hmm. of the race. I, I think if you, you add another lap to this race, we see a photo finish or Christopher Bell wins the race. Uh, but but where it sat, really good battle, really entertaining watching Christopher Bell run Kyle Larson down and try to pass him for the win. I thought the restarts were awesome, really entertaining, three-wide racing throughout almost the entire pack and uh, multiple grooves going towards the end of this race. Uh, a, a lot of different stories to talk about after this race we've mentioned. Uh, I thought to start this round off, mile and a half have been amazing for the next-gen car we. We're going to two back-to-back ones that are both really, really good tracks. 
And I think Las Vegas kicked this final round of eight off really well. I'm going to rate this around an 8.1. I thought it was a really entertaining race, and uh, the battles throughout it I-, I thought were great. I like the Las Vegas races. I think they create a lot of drama, and especially this late in the playoffs and it being an opening race for the round. I think we said it last week. This is a very pivotal moment for all eight of these remaining drivers. And as we saw, they were all, all eight of them were in the top 11. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those deals where the cream rises to the top. And I thought, I thought we had a pretty good show. I, I thought Kyle Busch running three wide. I think he got his like what 15th or yeah, 15th top 10 in 25 races at Las Vegas. So he's pretty <laughs> good there. I mean, he's from Las Vegas. He should be good there. I thought it was a great race, and I think Larson winning this race kind of establishes himself as one of the two, I think, favorites to win the championship. I think it's right now, if you're going to rank them, I think it's either him or Byron. Mm -hmm. They've just been so consistent. So I'm like you. I I don't think this was as good as the Roval because we had A.J. Allmendinger winning it, and it was back and forth, and Mm -hmm. was William Byron actually protecting to help Larson get in and Kyle Busch was trying to win the race to advance. So I'm a ride around that area. I think this is just a solid eight. I thought it was very good. And I'm always just happy with the Las Vegas race. One of my favorite tracks, by the way, love the way the garage is set up. It's uh, I I think having two mile and a half, both Las Vegas and Homestead in this round of eight makes for some, some really good racing. Las Vegas has turned into one of the best tracks in NASCAR uh, with a little bit of help from the next-gen car, but even even without it, it, it was turning up with uh, losing a little bit of its grip, uh, eating up tires in the hot, slick sun there at uh, out in the desert. I, I think both these two tracks, to, to kind of end out this stretch of, my, of intermediates, and then we go to two short tracks, I think they play a really good role into the playoffs, and it, and it gives these eight drivers a little bit of hope. Like, I'm going into Las Vegas mile and a half speed for all of these eight drivers has been good year round or else they don't get to this point. You, you don't get to the round of eight unless you're good on the mile and a half in NASCAR. And, uh, and I think all eight of these drivers go into this race with a little bit of hope saying, you know, we could, we could win this race and, and advance into the round of four and, and race for the championship and not have to worry about Martinsville or Homestead. And then after the race, the the four drivers. I don't think Christopher Bell's too too worried right now, but Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, and and Chris Buescher, they're definitely looking at these next two races, and they're they're going to need one. They're going to need a good race, and uh, I, I think that's that's what's so interesting about this Las Vegas race. Uh, starting the the round out with an intermediate, um, it, at with a group, these eight drivers, like I said. All of them have been good on the intermediates year round, and I think it's it's a perfect spot to throw in a couple intermediate tracks for this round of eight. But as we go on to the other one, Homestead, it's it's a mile and a half, but it's totally different from Las Vegas. Uh, the the main line is right on the wall, about as close as you can get to it. Uh, put a little bubble of air uh, between your car and that wall, and that's how you get around this track. And it suits the the guys like Kyle Larson and Tyler Reddick. Those those dirt track style drivers that's that's who i i think you got to look at if you're uh looking for a guy who's going to advance their way through obviously kyle larson won las vegas so he he might not be pushing pushing his car like tyler reddick's going to be doing at uh at homestead but i i think that this track totally different from las vegas 
We're going to see these guys like Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, Chris Buescher. They're going to be pushing their car really hard. They're, they're probably going to have a homestead stripe on the side of it uh, up by the wall. But it's going to be really interesting to see who's going to come out of homestead victorious and, and if it's going to be a uh, playoff driver to advance themselves and lock themselves in with Kyle Larson for the round of four. So before I get really into kind of my predictions for Homestead, I want to ask you this. Do you think that we could have one of these non-playoff drivers win a race in the next three races? I I think we can. Martinsville, I think it's possible. Um, at, at Homestead, it'll be really interesting to see how the non-playoff drivers run this track because Kyle Larson, he's super good at Homestead, probably his best track, if not one of them. William Byron as well, he's one at Homestead. He's really, really solid there. And then you got guys like Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, Chris Buescher. They're all going to be fighting for it. Uh, I think it's possible. I think I think there's a possibility we see a non-playoff driver win, but these eight drivers uh, are going to be bringing their best stuff they have for these next two races. Um, so yes, I think it's possible, but if you're a non-playoff driver and you get in the way of one of these playoff drivers and cause one of yeah. them to, to lose their spot and to race for the championship, it's not a good look. They're, they're not going to be happy with you. Uh, and, and they're going to look kind of put a target on your back for the next season, I would expect. So I think it's possible. I think we could see some guys go out and contend at Homestead, but I think, if it comes down to a guy like Tyler Reddick battling Ross Chastain for the win of this race, yes, Ross Chastain is very aggressive, but I don't know if he's going to race as hard as he physically can against Tyler Reddick when Tyler Reddick has a lot more to race for. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I think it's possible for them to get a win. I don't know if it will be at Homestead, though. I think yeah. that there are four drivers in this group currently that have finished either in first at the end of the race in the past five years or second in the race in the past couple of years that are going to be very dominant. Mm -hmm. So Kyle Larson won this race last year. The year before that, it was William Byron. Guess who finished second? <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Guess who won the year before that? It was Denny Hamlin. Mm -hmm. So you've got four of these drivers that are currently in this top eight that are very, very good at this track. So if I'm watching anyone, I'm going to say Larson, Byron, Hamlin, and Reddick are probably my four to watch. I think that those other three drivers that are below the cut line, Bell, Blaney, and Busher, they've got their work cut out for them. And I think that Bell could go and win at Martinsville like he did last year. He, We've seen the pressure on him. He seems to thrive off of it or something. When he's in a must-win situation, he can go and get it done. But coming into Homestead, I mean, I, I like those four. I think yeah. it's going to be those four guys, and I think you're right. I think everyone else is going to have to kind of get out of the way. I know Chastain's been running well the past couple of weeks, but um, he's and they're still running for an owner's championship, which mm -hmm. we don't really talk about a whole lot, but that's where all the money is. But we're focused just solely on the driver's championship, and so for me, I think those four guys are probably the strongest four cars going into this weekend, minus something happening where they wad one up and put it in the wall. I think those four guys will probably yeah. be winning the race. I I agree with that. Um, the the guy I'm looking at though is Truex. I I don't know if he's going to be super good here. Hasn't shown a lot of consistency the past couple weeks. But we we talked about Kyle Larson, William Byron, Denny Hamlin, Tyler Reddick. Those are those are going to be the guys that are going to go out here and and, and you're going to have to beat. 
Um, but Truex sitting there two points to the good. I think it's it's possible that Christopher Bell goes into Homestead and, and doesn't really have to worry about Martinsville too much. He can go in there, run a really good race, uh, get a good points day, and jump Truex, depending on who wins. Uh, but I think Christopher Bell, yes, Martinsville is going to be the track I look at for him. If he wins one of these next two races, I think it would be Martinsville. But I think it's possible that he jumps a couple spots and uh, and, and could easily be sitting on the plus side of the cut line after Homestead. You just got to run a good points race. And that's where the line kind of draws between Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick. Everybody below Christopher Bell, they're going to be racing for a win. Uh, even though they can point their way in, they're still going to want that win to just not have to worry about Martinsville. Same thing with Christopher Bell. He'll want to win, but he doesn't have to go out there and put his car on the line and, and end up wrecking out racing for the lead. If, if he finishes second again, a great day he'll probably end up jumping into the plus side if he does so uh i think homestead's going to be really interesting race we've named a couple of guys but can we narrow it down to to one i i, I wanted to ask you this before we Go really ahead. picked a winner we've got one guy locked in mm -hmm. who are the other three guys going to be I so i know that we kind of do this every we, week but at I this point good. but i think it's good i it's, think we have to because yeah. Let's say last weekend Christopher Bell did win because I said, hey, Kyle Larson and, and Tyler Reddick, I think both of these drivers are going to get a win. I don't know who's going to win Homestead. I don't know who's going to win Las Vegas, but I think both of them win and get in. Uh, so at this point, Kyle Larson's won Las Vegas, so that would mean Tyler Reddick's got to win Homestead. But let's say Christopher Bell won last week. It would have shuffled everything up. Um, but I, I think I'm going to stick pretty similar to what I said. I don't. I, I might have said Chris Buescher was going in. I can't remember, but right now, from the looks of it, it he's kind of in a must-win situation. Not necessarily he can po point his way in, but it's not looking. It's not looking very hopeful for him. I mean, twenty-three points is doable. I mm -hmm. mean, but, but everybody else is going to get points too. I yeah. mean, it's one of those deals where can he make up twenty-three points? Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I think Will it's he? possible. Will he? I don't know. Who knows. Uh, so I think Kyle Larson, he's obviously the lock-in. We don't have to worry about him. The three other drivers, I, I really like the ones almost right in an order behind him. I think William Byron, he's just going to be too consistent, in my opinion. I, I think he points his way in if he doesn't win one of these next two races. Denny Hamlin, I think he, same thing. He could win one of these two races, but also I think he's going to be too consistent to not point his way in. And then Christopher Bell. Uh, I think between Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick, if if Tyler Reddick goes out to Homestead, I could see him winning this race and and locking himself in. But if Tyler Reddick doesn't win Homestead, I think that that guy Christopher Bell he races his way in uh, to one of these races. He might win one of them. Uh, he might not. But I, I think those three to four drivers: William Byron, Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick. I think they're going to be the ones fighting for those next three positions. So I know we have one Chevy locked in. I think another Chevy will lock itself in as well. I think William Byron goes mm -hmm. on. I think there'll be two Toyotas. I think it'll be two Chevys and two Toyotas. But it won't be Martin Truex Jr. It won't be Denny Hamlin. <laughs> I think that it will be Tyler Reddick. I mean, that guy's, he's got it in him. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got just it. got... They, I know that old saying, they got the dog in him. He's got he's, that He's swagger. got that swagger. And we've seen what he's been able to do in different... You know, cars. He was in mm -hmm. at Richard Childers in the eight and went over there and won some races, and then moved right over to twenty three eleven, winning races almost instantly. He's got it in him to win. 
I think that he 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 might not win to get in, but he's only down 16 points. It's very possible he could have a really good race at Homestead, make up a lot of points, and then go have a really good race at Martinsville and get in. And then I think Christopher Bell does the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think Denny Hamlin will have some kind of catastrophic pit road mishap, not his pit crew, but he'll speed or mm-hmm. do something silly, run over the air hose. It just happens every year, and I don't think he can get out of his own way. So, shots fired, Denny Hamlin, biggest villain in the sport. I don't think he makes it. To me, Truex has just been super inconsistent. I know he had a top 10 last week. He's just not putting it together. I mean, he was very consistent through the whole season, and he's been living off of those playoff points. I think they finally evaporate. Yeah, I think he's he's finally done with those. So, I I, I think it's going to be Larson, Byron, Bell, and Reddick. I think the Fords don't really have have much of a shot here as we mm-hmm. come down the stretch. I I agree with you on the two Chevys and the two Toyotas. Uh, I think Byron's kind of a lock for me. He's been so consistent. Anything can happen. He could wreck out at Homestead really I mean, early. Plus nine is not much of a cushion. Yeah, plus nine is not not very much of a cushion. If he wrecks out, if he's the first car out at Homestead, he's going to be sitting twenty points down around that area, looking at at Martinsville. But I think he goes. To Homestead, it's a track he's won at. It's a track he's good at. I think he goes there and runs a clean race. I, I don't think he's worried about not winning that race. I don't think he's got to win that race in his mind. I think he's just got to go there and and have a good points day. And I think that's what he'll do. Again, I, I think it's between Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, and Denny Hamlin for those last two spots. I I could see Tyler Reddick turning it on. Uh, Homestead's a track that he's going to be really good at. I think he could go out there and 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 dominate that race and win. And then it's going to be between Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin, really, at that point. And can Denny Hamlin can Denny Hamlin make it out? We we've seen Christopher Bell; he's been super good when he's needed to be good and, and needed to win. Denny Hamlin, kind of the opposite. He he's been super consistent all year round, but he's had moments where he's made mistakes on pit road, like you said, running over a hose, speeding down pit road. I think. It's going to be between those three Toyotas on the last two positions. I think two of them get in, one of them doesn't. And uh, I think Ryan Blaney, Chris Buescher, they're kind of in a hole. Yes, they could win a race, but I don't think they're going to. I think it's too much to too much to call for them. And then Truex has just been too inconsistent. So I agree with you. I think we're, we're pretty similar on it. I just have Denny Hamlin in instead of... Tyler Reddick or Christopher Bell, depending on one of them. To me, I think Larson, Byron, Bell, and Reddick are the best four cars. Mm -hmm. I think those are just the best four drivers and the best four teams right now. If I'm going to pick somebody to win, though, Mm -hmm. I'm going with my my dude. I'm going with my dude, (laughs) Willie B. I think William Ah. Byron can win this race, and Hendrick will be setting pretty Mm -hmm. as they go into Martinsville, which is probably one of their best tracks, I think. So, Definitely. So they and they ha- they have to also be thinking if William gets this win, how can we you know who can we knock out that we think is the biggest mm-hmm. threat? So I think that's why Bell and Reddick have a hard row to hoe basically here because mm-hmm. I think that everyone can kind of see that those two cars are I think the next best two cars besides yeah. the two Hendrick cars. I mean Truex and Hamlin have been pretty good all season long, but. They're both just kind of hanging on by the yeah. skin of their fingernails, basically. I mean, they're plus two. They're tied. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Bell is minus two. That's so two that's positions. That's two positions. So 
it's not really, you know, up in the air. I think Reddit comes out, has a great race at Homestead, makes up a ton of points, maybe finishes second or third. But I think William Byron will lock his way in. Him and Rudy Fugel have just been too good all year. And I yeah. may have picked him last week. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I'm just doubling down. <laughs> William Byron all the way. <laughs> well, I, I know I'm doubling down here. I picked Tyler Reddick last week at Las Vegas. Didn't turn out for for the greatest day for him, but he didn't have a terrible day. He's he's winning Homestead. I, I think uh, I think if he if he doesn't, he's gonna finish second again for the third time. He's super good here. He it, it seems like the past couple weeks kind of got a, a winning mentality, just like Bubba Wallace. And and I think Bubba Wallace getting knocked out of the playoffs. We kind of haven't talked about him in a couple weeks. Turned it on in in the playoffs. And yeah. it, and I think it helps when team owner everyone's there rallying with you i think the same thing with tyler reddick he's he's turned it on in the playoffs he's got that winning mentality he's he's got that dog in him as as they say <laughs> I, I think tyler reddick goes out to homestead he might not win it but i, I think he's going to be hard to contend with i think he goes out there and wins though i mean bubba wallace 13 place finish at vegas <laughs> i mean he's just doing solid, solid 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 finishes that's all that's all he's got going for him but yeah i think blaney busher they're in trouble I think yeah. Reddick and Bell, they have a chance to move up if possible. I don't see Truex making it. Will he be for the win? Yeah, I I like that. We're going to go into Homestead. Watch, uh, can the Fords dig themselves out of a hole? Does Tyler Reddick advance on a win? Does William Byron lock himself into the championship four on, on his best season in his career? Who knows? We'll, we'll see this weekend. I think it's going to be a really entertaining race. Uh, Homestead fits a, it fits a good role in the season. It's a really entertaining track running by the wall. There's multiple grooves to, to pass on. Uh, and, and it's a totally different mile and a half than we've seen all year round. So we don't have a, a whole lot to base who's going to be fast there. We just know who is good there based on their skill. So we'll see who brings a fast car there. But I, I think, like we said, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Go watch those guys this Sunday. Uh, playoff driver might win it, lock themselves in the round of four. We'll see who's going to be racing with Kyle Larson. If so, uh, it's going to be a really entertaining weekend. Thanks, David, for joining me. I'm JC Fickenshire, and thanks for stopping by the garage.